You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to Payne.tv slash gold. All right, here we go, folks. I got to work in these two Truman Show clips because it was kind of a, you know, a little tangent we went on going from Dr. Charles Morgan III over into the smart products out there. But we didn't really review any in depth when we did the Internet of Things and the Internet of Bodies. So I really wanted to uh, pull in some examples of smart objects, smart devices connected up to the Internet of Things, which create these smart cities, smart homes, smart nurseries. You know, and you could see how we are being tricked into building this prison planet around ourselves and how we are contributing data to the technocratic mad scientists that are helping them build better traps for us in the future. So let's watch this deleted scene, never seen before seen from the Truman Show. Okay, anytime. Thank you, cast. May I have your attention, please? We don't have a lot of time, so let's get on with it. First of all, I would like to welcome Walter back onto the show. You may have done us more of a favor than you ever imagined. Okay, so you've got Kristoff sitting up in the headquarters, and he's looking down at what at the time was a futuristic iPad that didn't exist yet. And so uh, he's basically on what is like Zoom now. Okay, so he's looking down on the iPad, and then you have the cast all sitting in a room somewhere. And so he's watching them in the room as he's talking about them. And then he said, Walter, you may have done us a bigger favor than you even know. And now Walter was the character... Uh, the actor who played Truman's dad. And when Truman was a kid, they wrote that guy off the show by making him drown in a boat with Truman. And the reason they did that was I said they were trying to plant... Uh, a memory inside of Truman's head to make him fearful of water. And that was what would keep Truman confined to the island sea haven that he lived on because he saw his father drown and die during a storm when they were on the boat together. And so what happened years later, uh, while this show is going on, the movie in the movie, Walter sneaks back onto the set. And so Truman sees him, and now there's no way that they can ignore that so they bring the father back and they pretend that he never drowned he actually had amnesia and then he was rescued and then now he's back in truman's life so that's what christoph is referring to regrettably i also have to inform you that hannah has chosen not to renew her contract i'm sure we can all respect her reasons Okay, so Hannah is the actress that plays the wife of Truman. So as I told you, Truman starts awakening from the Matrix, and he starts to realize that his wife, Meryl, played by Hannah, is something is wrong okay he feels something is wrong and he starts to realize he's in some kind of a show or some kind of government experiment so he's referring to her leaving the show however on a more optimistic note i am pleased to announce that television's first on-air conception will still take place yes okay so now he's talking about how the 
person who's going to play the new wife is going to get pregnant and the first on-air conception will take place okay so this is amazing because they live inside of truman essentially lives in a biodome he lives in a synthetic womb it's all fake and now they're going to actually have the first baby born inside the movie set you witnessed the initial contact this morning i think you all know claudia from her fine work in the theater claudia i loved your ophelia loved it thank you larry please this is a copy of Claudia's backstory. Her character's name is Vivian. Okay, so Claudia is the actress playing the new wife, or what will be the new wife of Truman, okay? We intend to entice Truman into the affair as soon as possible. Claudia will make a pass at the insurance seminar Truman's attending. Details are in your schedules. Okay, so now you have the cast. They're all sitting around reading the script. I hope you're listening to me. I don't have to tell you how critical these next few weeks will be. This takes us into the next generation. When the child is born, the network will be switching over to a two-channel format to chronicle both lives. Okay, let's just pause for a second, because what this scene reminds me of, and why I bookmarked it a while ago, I don't know if you guys ever watched Event 201. Event 201 was the uh, precursor to COVID Land, the high school theater production. And Event 201 took place in October of 2019, and then COVID started to kick off in January to March of 2020. 20 and so they never took event 201 down from the internet it was sponsored by johns hopkins bill gates all these big players that ended up managing covid land the high school theater production and so you had all these representatives of think tanks actors sitting around a table they even had fake news clips where they talked about how they were going to play out covid land the high school theater production so here you're seeing uh, Ed Harris, his character Kristoff, the director of this world, of Truman Show, of the Prison Planet, sitting with the cast and talking about how this is so important and how they're going to manipulate Truman, representative of the sheeple, into this new sort of... Um, you know, this new phase of the show they're moving into. And so when you watch Event 201, it's very similar. They literally go through step by step everything that they're going to do, most of which we actually saw play out during COVID Land, the high school theater production. What happens when Truman and the baby are both on camera together? There will simply be duplicate coverage. Hmm. Let's just hope we don't have twins. <laughs> <coughs> So when Truman dies, we go back to the single channel format, right? That will be all. Thank you. Okay, so as you see there, what's happening is they're talking about having two shows running simultaneously. You're going to have the Truman Show, and then you're going to have Truman's Baby Show. And then they ask, well, first off, the actress playing his wife that's going to get pregnant by him is making a joke, right? She's making a joke about what if they had twins. So very similar 
to uh, Peter Nygaard that we covered the other day. I asked you, to what extent will people go? Remember, he was raping or accused of raping women and children to get them pregnant, then to abort their fetuses, and then use those fetuses to extract stem cells to then inject into himself to stay young forever. And I asked you, to what extent would people go? To achieve immortality will you see here to what extent will these monsters go to keep these people locked in a prison planet in order to entertain the masses and so she's willing to get pregnant with someone who's not really her husband who she doesn't really love in order to have a baby on air to turn it into an actor in the truman show or in truman's baby show and then the other gentleman who plays truman's best friend on the show says when truman dies then it's going to go back to single format. And then Christoph, the director, says, that'll be all. Because maybe there was a plot to actually kill Truman. You know, come on. Guys, this is uh, such predictive programming. This thing was like over 20 years ago. They're talking about this kind of stuff. And I never realized, you know, when I was younger watching this, that this show was basically like a brave new world. It was basically 1984. You know, just another piece of supposed sci-fi that actually turns into sci-fact, science fact. As uh, Peter Nygaard, let's take it from him. He said, this is no longer science fiction. This is science fact. All right. So that's what we're seeing here through the Truman Show. But I wanted you to really get a grasp for this guy building the Truman Show in his baby's nursery and then being able to compare that to Truman Show, the movie. And at the same time, in Truman Show, the movie, being able to connect that in to how evil the players in the fourth industrial revolution actually are. But I'm going to end this part with the final clip from the Truman Show. This is the ending scene in the movie, and it's very uplifting because it goes along with my message to just say no. Just opt out by not participating, folks. Don't buy this technology. Will that save us all in the end? No, but in the immediate future, you can opt out of this technology. The more people that do it, the less data that the masters of the universe are able to collect on us which slows them down in development of their AI hive mind and slows them down in the development of their algorithms that are going to run the artificial intelligence, that are going to run the metaverse. You just opt out. Don't do it. Drive an old gas-guzzling car until they take away the gas. Get rid of any car you have with the computers inside them. You know, Keep your smartphones out of your room. Take off the Fitbits. Don't equip your house with smart thermostats and everything else. There's plenty of people that listen to the show that have already emailed us saying that they've taken out the Google Nest and they're putting in regular old analog thermostats. So there are ways you can go about this, folks, at least for the immediate future. Start to remove yourself from the matrix, and then you're able to live one foot outside of it. Folks, when we get back, we're going to show this final episode of Truman and then move back in to the super soldiers. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 
You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. You are listening to Payne.tv slash gold. All right, folks, I'm about to get into the final scene from the Truman Show. Very uplifting scene, all right? First, it's going to show you the monster Kristoff, the director of the prison planet called the Truman Show, who said a little while ago what in that clip that we watched. He said that if Truman really wanted to escape, if he really wanted to set himself free of the prison planet, then he could just go and do that, right? That's what he said. Now, you're going to see what happens in this final scene. Truman concocts this plan where he realizes he figures out where the cameras are where all these smart devices are folks in his nursery all right and he figures out how to escape the smart system technology and so he makes his way to the water and he steals a boat and so this is how he's going to escape the Truman Show world. And now you're about to see what lengths they will go to to try to keep Truman inside of this world. Even though they said if he made the decision to leave, they would let him do so. All right, let's play this. So Truman is on this sailboat, folks. And actually, let me just pause for a second. So it's not in this clip, but that's okay. So basically, he makes his way to the sailboat, and he's trying to escape from the world. And he's going across the ocean, the one in which uh, he watched his father drown in when he was a child, that they concocted to plant that memory inside of his head, like Dr. Charles Morgan III would do to you. And so they blast him with a storm because they can control the weather in there like geoengineering folks and so they blast him with the storm they capsize his boat they try to kill him uh and Kristoff keeps telling them to pound the boat and pound the boat with more storm and more rain and more lightning and even the producers inside the the show the guys who run the weather machines they don't even want to do it and Kristoff basically wants them to kill him And so what happens now is he finally, Truman finally gets to the end of the ocean and he hits a wall. And it's a painted wall with clouds. And the uh, front of his boat, like uh, the, the, the wood coming off the sail, jams into the side. And he realizes he hits the end of this movie set. He still doesn't know what's outside of it, but he hits the movie set. Now we're watching this scene where he, uh, He now is at the edge of the ocean where it meets this wall. And so now he's looking up, folks. And he's walking across the edge where the water meets and there's a shadow of him against the wall. So he's very kind of confused. And then he reaches what is a set of steps, ladies and gentlemen. So... He starts walking up these steps, and they lead to a doorway. It's almost like the stairway to heaven, sort of. That's the imagery. 
And so he's touching the wall. And then while this is going on, all of the producers are running into the moon room where they can overlook everything. So Kristoff, the director, Klaus Schwab, is there looking down at Truman. So Truman gets to the door and it's got an exit handle. And Kristoff is looking down at him, Klaus Schwab. And so he's getting ready to speak. And Truman's trying to push the door open. The door opens. And now Kristoff speaks, but it's almost like God speaking from the sky because Truman cannot see him. Here we go. Speak. I can hear you. Who are you? I am the creator of a television show that gives hope and joy and inspiration to millions. Then who am I? You are the star. Was nothing real? You were real. That's what made you so good to watch. Listen to me, Truman. There's no more truth out there than there is in the world I created for you. Same lies. The same deceit. Okay, so Truman's back is uh, turned to where Kristoff is looking down at him, and Truman's facing, looking out the door into reality, into real life, into the natural world, right? And so Kristoff is sitting there speaking to him, looking down at him through his uh, iPad, and they keep showing the sky, the clouds, the sun coming through, and it sounds like God's voice is coming down to Truman. And so you heard Kristoff... Um, he says, I'm the director of this show. And Truman says, well, who am I? And he says, you're the star of the show. And now Christoph is going to try to convince him to stay inside of this world. Klaus Schwab is going to convince all of us to stay living inside of the prison planet, inside of the cyber metaverse. But in my world, you have nothing to fear. In my world, you have nothing to fear because we will make everything okay for you. Inside of the prison planet, you will be okay. Just think of it that way, folks. Let's continue. I know you better than you know yourself. You never had a camera in my head. I know you better than you know yourself. And that is the technology, the smart technology, the wearables, the Internet of Bodies, those wearable devices that they're putting on you. Your child is growing up in that nursery, and they know your child better than it knows itself. In fact, they know it better than you know your child because they are constantly monitoring them using artificial intelligence and algorithms. And so you've given away your child's autonomy. Truman just says, I knew I had a camera in my head. Let's continue. You're afraid. Why you can't leave. It's okay, Truman. Okay, so Kristoff says to him, you're afraid. That's why you can't leave while he creepily pets Truman's hair on the iPad, almost like Joe Biden does to people in real life. But he says, you're afraid. That's why you can't leave. And folks, I've said for quite some time that most people, most humans are truly afraid of actual 
liberty and actual freedom because that requires true independence. With actual freedom and actual liberty, there is no welfare. There's no workman's compensation unless you negotiated that directly with your boss, maybe. But in true freedom and true liberty, you don't really rely on other people. You're a rugged individual. Is it difficult to do? Yeah, very difficult to do. But that's why most people, I believe, are willing to live in some kind of a prison planet, some kind of a nanny state with big brother, with big sis looking over them. They're willing to give away their freedom and liberty. They're willing to give up their autonomy because they are truly afraid of the unknown. And that's what independence is. That's what freedom is. It's unknown. So if the government, if the technocratic transhumanists offer you the known, they offer you the perceived convenience, the on-demand society, then you feel like there is no more unknown. And that is part of why, folks, COVID Land, the high school theater production, plays into this so much. Because what did they do over the last two years to condition the population? They created the unknown at a mass scale. Was the virus going to kill me? Was I going to get sick? Was I going to kill my grandma? Was I going to get my dad sick? Was my baby going to get sick? You know, they created an unknown. Was I going to be able to buy toilet paper next week? Was I going to be able to get food at the grocery store? Was I going to have a job? Was I going to have to get vaccinated to have my job? Was I going to end up getting stuck in gig work? Was I going to end up getting divorced? They created a series of unknowns, one after the other, after the other, after the other, driving you into the hands of the technocratic overlords. Because once they began to offer the solutions, right, they create the problem of the unknown. The reaction is, give me a stimulus check. The solution is, give you a stimulus check. But then we will give you so much more. And then we can create all of these health products, all of these smart devices, and roll this out to further move forward with the fourth industrial revolution. But you're willing to accept it because they created the unknown. Let's continue. I understand. I've been watching you your whole life. I was watching when you were born. I was watching when you took your first step. I watched you on your first day of school. Okay, so you're hearing all this creepy stuff that Ed Harris is saying to him. I watched all your firsts. Well, one day, one day, when your child is 10, 12, 14 years old, and it's awakening from the fact that you put it inside of the Truman Show in its nursery, is there going to be a creepy Kristoff who sits there and says to your child, I'm your real father. I watched everything you did. Yeah, folks, it'll be a creepy artificial intelligence Alexa-type voice or something like that of Dr. Peter Scott Morgan. And it will say, I watched everything you did. I watched you from the moment you were born. All right, let's continue. <laughs> the episode when you lost your first tooth. You can't leave, Truman. Please, God. You belong here. 
And now you're seeing the actress that uh, was the woman who had called Christoph sitting there, and she's watching TV praying for Truman to leave. She is representative of me and you, hoping that Truman, representative of the sheeple, will just leave the prison planet. Talk to me. Say something. And Klaus Schwab is starting to get upset and emotional because the sheeple want to flee his grasp. Say something, goddammit. You're on television. You're live to the whole world. So now Truman is looking out the door. They're showing all these people watching at home, waiting for his response. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. So Truman turns to the camera, to the sky, yeah. and he says, In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, good night. And that's how the movie opens when he comes out his front door. And then he takes a bow. And he turns and he walks out the door, ladies and gentlemen. And why this is so important, okay, so now the woman who was his love interest, she comes running out of our apartment, and everyone at home that was watching him locked in this prison are cheering. Some of them are upset. And some are high-fiving each other, folks. So what this represents when he turns and he says, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, right? And now this is the most amazing, folks. You want another the, No, I'm okay. The big producers of the show, the big producers of the show, tell them to cut transmission, and so they cut the feed to the entire show, and Kristoff is ready to have a heart attack. What else is on? Yeah, let's see what else Where's is on. Where's the TV guy? All right, now that's really funny, because there's these two security guards who watch this whole show throughout it, and right as it ends, what do they say? Okay, what else is on? Let's change the channel. Because that's representative of uh, everyone in society, ADD generation, who just jumps from one thing to the next. So if I don't do a show tomorrow, you're not waiting for me. You just jump to the next show. But the important part here, folks, the uplifting part, is when Truman turns and he says, in case I don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And that is what we have to say to this technocratic system, to the overlords, to the masters of the universe, to the technocratic transhumanism, uh, humanists, is, hey guys, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I'm just saying, though, I am opting out. I don't want any of that clickbait. Don't even bother sending it to me. I'm not going to buy smart devices. I am going to limit my interaction with your prison planet as much as humanly possible because I am Truman and I am exiting this prison planet studio. All right, folks, when we get back, super soldiers, ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold 